Welcome to the Timbers from the Spot podcast. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Tyler. And I made a point of pressing the panic button after our loss to the LA Galaxy. You did. I don't know what to press now. I don't. Is there? I don't know what to I, press. Yeah, there's there's no button for this one. There really think. this this button is kind of like a shoot button. You know? Yeah, I mean, you have the Sounders come in and beat us in Providence Park six no six two. Yeah. That does that no. That just that should never happen. Not... I don't care how much better they are than us. That should never happen. And the thing is, they weren't better. Yeah. So roster in this game is equal, just in terms of the yeah. fact that Arguably Seattle's still missing favor. a couple players. Yeah, missing Nuhu and Ladero, who are two of their best. And players. then still Morris, who you yeah know, has been out for a while. But you know, just in terms of like this season, they're missing Nuhu, and they had Ladero for one half. Yeah, yeah. But yikes. I don't. I don't. Yikes. Ah. Man, that was such a tough game because oh. the lineup comes out and there's so much joy seeing Blanco back in the starting lineup. The oh, lineup gosh. looked good. You got, you got really Lizota on the bench again? Yeah. I mean, let's go through this lineup. You had Ivicic in goal while Clark's on the bench. Which, which Ivicic is coming off of a game-winning performance for us. Yeah, basically. against Salt against Lake. Our, yeah. which, <laughs> and then you have Claudio <laughs> yeah. Bravo, you have Zuperic, you have Mabiala, which means Tui Loma, after a few games in a row starting, is mm-hmm. dropped to the bench. So, which I think at this point we can say that it's Mabiala and Zuparic. Are the two because then this this is the strongest back line. I yeah, think. yeah. And then you have Van Rankin, and then you have Diego Chara, Fochive, uh, and then in the midfield, and then you have Jimmy played in the in the cam spot with Blanco mm-hmm. out right, Spree yeah. out left, and actually out top. I think they were shifting a little bit. I they were shifting they kinda, most of the time, yeah, but I think Blanco yeah. majority of the time was out on on the wing. That right side. I'll check yeah. the heat map really quick, but yeah. I mean. I think that worked out well because Blanco was really good at getting the ball in the middle. It's just that, you know, it's just Mora in the middle. We never have anybody else in the middle except for Mora. So, yeah. you know, what's the point? <clears throat> I mean, I, I mean, obviously we're going to see Blanco. I thought Blanco was our best player. Yes, by far. That by is far. the one yeah. small positive that can be taken away from this game is that Blanco is back. Yeah. He can start. <laughs> he can play 60 minutes. He can look incredible the whole way through. He's yeah. back. It's so tough, though, because... Like, you look at this score, and, I mean, it's embarrassing. 6-2 at home. Yeah. But you watch the game, and in no way, I don't think, that the Sounders outplayed us in this game. At least for For the first hour of the game. Large stretches of this game. Yeah. Like... The Timbers won every single stat, like, most of the main stats possible. Yeah. And, I mean, in the first half, the Sounders have three chances... Basically, yeah. three solid chances, or they get yeah, and they score two of them. Mm-hmm. Realistically, yeah. I mean, it, it's they were clinical, we were not. Um, but I, it's not just down to that in this one either. No, um, I mean, l- look at these stats. Uh, the Timbers lose possession by forty-nine to fifty-one percent. More six more total shots, one more on target. Uh, four more off target, one more block shot. I mean, just had more shots. Had three more corner kicks. Had the same amount of big chances. The Timbers had four big chances missed, which mm. was the main thing. To Seattle's one, they Timbers had twelve shots inside the box, which is a great number. Mm-hmm. Um, their passing percentage was better, long ball percentage was better, crosses were better in terms of percentages, dribble percentages was better. More one more duels both on the ground and in the air. I mean. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what even to say. I, it's just it's just the fact that, like, Seattle is more clinical. Yeah, and I mean, Ivicic. Yeah. There's at least three of those six that need to be saved. 
Yeah, I mean, let's break down. Let's just go through Seattle's six goals first. First goal is the ball is shot in. Or first off, Ivicic starts the game off with an incredible save. That was an incredible save. A header down to his left side that he quickly makes a reaction save and pokes it out. Mm. And this is looking like it's going to be a good Ivicic game. Yeah. And then a couple minutes later, a shot comes in that he parries away. And then that shot ends up going back out eventually for Seattle to... I. And then Bravo just completely jumps yeah, at the guy who's like in a full run and is most likely knocking across this yeah, ball. Yeah, this is in. not a position that I was thinking, yeah, he's going to cross that. And instead, Bravo just gives up baseline for an easy, just like, he kind of just stings it into the middle and yeah. Ivicic needs to collect this ball. Or put it somewhere else. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah. like yeah. drag not, it out yeah. of bounds. Yeah, literally out of bounds not is better. Yeah. like just let it fall right back in the middle. Give him a corner at yeah. least. And Freddie Montero is right there to of put course, it back home. Of course, and that goal is on Bravo and Ivicic mainly, but as well as, you know. Lack of following up, too. Yes. Out of everybody. Um, because, I mean, Rui Diaz, Mabiali gets beat by Rui Diaz. Oh, it was on that play with, with the header. Yeah. With so, the header. Yeah, no. Mabiali gets beat by Rui Diaz, and then Bravo jumps at them, and, you know, there's just not enough pressure, and uh, it's not a. It's just not pretty. No. Because Mabiala also needs to see that that ball is coming in and slide it out of bounds. Mm. They score. But the thing is, at this point in the 12th minute, the Timbers have also had some chances. And it More doesn't really... They, this is their first chance. Yeah. It does, yeah. It's like, it seems fine. You know, the Tim, mm-hmm. you feel like the Timbers are going to keep going. Because I can't remember exactly what minute it is because it's not in this highlight clip. But Jimmy Chara has like... He had two one-on-ones with the keeper. Yeah. And bailed them both times. Probably not well. Yeah. One yeah. time was because of a bad touch. That led to him kicking the ball right at the and keeper. And that was outside, too. And was another nice one was right at the keeper as well. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that mainly was just came down to it. Because, I mean, we see a little later, Mora has a chance where he gets a beautiful ball in over the top. He brings it down. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't have perfect touch. If someone had perfect touch or got really lucky, then, yeah, they can immediately drop that onto their foot somehow and slot it on the ground. But yeah. that's impossible pretty much at that height. And that angle, and also, I mean, with the keeper closing out, you want to chip. Yeah. And Mora does it, just barely doesn't get enough on yeah, it. Yeah, that was tough. I mean, he would have had to put it way, like, pretty high up. Pretty, yeah. Almost straight up. Yeah, that would have been tough. Um, yeah, I just, I, between goals, though, so, I mean, Seattle gets their first goal, and then it's all Timbers. Again. Yeah. Like, for 10, 15 minutes of this game. I mean, it's, I, I don't, it's the defense, honestly. I mean, that's what it comes down to because yeah. our attack is looking like it has been in the last couple games mm-hmm. where we're actually looking dangerous for once. Yeah, and I mean, forward, Cleveland yeah. had a solid game. He had a couple. He did. He did. His save numbers are a little inflated in the fact that most of the shots were right at him, but he did make one or two good saves, mm-hmm. you know. Bochive has one through a group of people that goes almost right in the corner, and I don't, I don't quite know how Cleveland gets to it. That yeah. was one of his better saves of the night. And then, you know... All of a sudden, they're back on the break again. And, I mean, look at this run down the middle. Jao Pedro, or Jao Paolo, nobody is pressuring this no, man. I mean, Van Rankin's yeah. running back. Diego Charge just jogging back. I mean, no one, Van Rankin needs to go over there and put pressure on him. Someone, because there's no one for them running back to mark. Someone needs to stop the ball. Yeah. And, I mean, if anything, Van Rankin runs away from him. Diego Chara apparently didn't see him because all of a sudden he starts to cut yeah. back. I, I will to say Paolo. I that is I think Chara's ball to go get because if you look at the back post, Van Rankin's got to get back and mark there. Yeah. So. But I mean that should also be. But Mabiala also completely loses a runner. 
in transition because he wants to step up a little bit to try to defect anything. But without Van Rankin there, he now leaves a runner wide open. And Jao Paulo could have played a ball in over the top mm-hmm. that also would have easily gone right to the feet of someone who can score a goal. And this goes out to Freddie Montero again. And Freddie Montero gives a lovely little fake that gets Bravo going mm-hmm. baseline. And then Montero has the middle wide open and delivers a shot that, you know... Ivicic yeah, should get on this one. Yeah, he should get a little something <laughs> yeah, more than what yeah. he gets. I don't care if it's, like, off the bar or just a little over the bar, but, I mean, he just he's caught he, flat-footed, yeah, I think, yeah. and isn't able to jump high enough I mean, any to get anything touch on, on this ball. Because it seems like he doesn't really know where it's coming from, and it looks like he might be blocked off with the way he reacts to this mm-hmm. because it's, like, a last-second jump. Yeah. He doesn't see the ball at all until I think Zuparik might be blocking him because as soon as it gets over Zuparik, you see him start to react a and little bit. It's too late. And then it's too late and the ball's in the back of the net. Yeah, of course. Pretty much. I about. think we can say that Again. these were the worst two goal scorers for Seattle. Oh, 100%. I would prefer, like, I don't know, someone like Jao Paulo dropped like four goals on us Literally than anybody, Montero and Rui Diaz. Anybody with two but Freddie Montero and Rui Diaz. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh, yeah. I would prefer one of their players to have scored all six than for Montero or Rui Diaz to have one. Terrible. I mean, it's... Montero has not even been doing much for them this season. No, yeah, not at all. Yeah. And then, I mean, their third goal is just... I mean, it's an awkward situation. They don't even show the lead-up to the foul. But I, I can't remember exactly what it was. But it was, again, just another ball played... Where Mabiala gets beat by Rui Diaz, mm. lack of pace by Mabiala, which we have seen this season. And then Mabiala fouls him from behind, which, you know, you obviously wouldn't like the foul. But also, it's either that or Rui Diaz gets a shot one-on-one with Ivacic with, with how on fire Rui Diaz has been this season. And you don't way, want I mean, that. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a pen. It was just a yellow. You know, it was kind of fine. I was talking to my friend I was at the game with. I said, this is fine. You know, this we thought this was too close. This is on the, like... This is 19 is yards away. Close. If that's Ladero's ball, I think on his left foot, he, there's no way that's on target. So yeah. they played it right, having Rudy has take this, but there's it's just too wide open. I mean, yeah, he has I mean, no the, challenge to put this where he wants to put it. Yeah, Blanco's laying down, so you can't do the under. And usually when you can't do the under at this angle, it should be saveable because yeah. you have to put like a looping ball in over because the keeper should be hammering that far post I mean, because the ball that comes near post has to get over the wall with not too much pace that it flies over, but also not too much, too little pace that it like yeah. hits the wall or something. Ivicic is standing more near post than far post. I was going to say, post. yeah, if you look at his positioning, he is closer to the near post. And so Rui Diaz can just fire through a spot that's between, that is the wall and then a group of people. He can just fire between that space, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what he does. He just, and Ivicic doesn't even react. Because, I mean, what's he going to do? He's too far yeah. over. He and it's just, get that. Yeah. Ba- I mean, it's buried in the top right corner. I mean, if Ivicic is in the right position, Maybe. Who knows if he saves that. But still, like, if he would have put position. an effort in. Yeah. And if he's in the right position, maybe Rui Diaz isn't going to try that. That is also true. I mean, it's too easy. <laughs> I mean, look at, he know he knew that that was going in. The second it comes off his foot, he knows that was going in. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, yeah. I, that's just. Yeah, he's already starting to run to the sideline as soon as he kicks it. Yeah. I mean, that's the definition of hitting a three and, tur- or like shooting a three and turning around. Basically. You know, you, yeah. you know, you know. I mean, you just have that feeling. And, I mean, the next one comes on another foul, of course, with a free kick more in the area of where I'd be, like, scared of a free kick, especially mm-hmm. with Lodero. 
in the game now. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny, the guy next to us, next to me and my friend, he was like, he was like kind of a casual, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Like he had never picked up, like, he had never watched an MLS game before this one. Oh, okay. And it maybe kind of, like, that, this is just what I'm, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But okay, like, okay. the way he was talking, because he goes, oh, that number 22 guy for Seattle was really good. Maybe this new guy that's coming in is going to make them worse. And I, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This new guy is Nicholas Ledeen. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he doesn't know. He's their yeah. Blanco. I, I was like, he he's literally like their Blanco coming back from an injury. Yeah. They're number 10, you know. And he's like, oh, oh, like, okay, we'll see how he does that. And proceeds to have a huge impact on the game. Yeah. This dude thought every foul, in, like, every like every time someone fell down in the box, whether it was a foul or not, was a pen. <laughs> and at the end of the game, this dude goes, you can't be mad at that, you know? They just played a really good game and hit some great goals. Yes, I can, can be, be mad. mad. Yeah, I think yes, we can. Yes, I can be mad. I think we can be mad. Yes, some of them were great goals, but I can be mad. Yes, I think Please allow is, me to be mad. That is, we are justified. How this, else am I supposed to feel? I... After the game, I felt nothing. Like, I just couldn't feel anything at that point. I was game numb. single-handedly brought down the morale of an entire fan base. Yeah. And you can, you cannot say that we are not allowed to be mad at this game. We were riding so high. Yeah. After, like, after our after the win against Salt Lake, you know? Because that was that. You could tell Blanco was going to start against Seattle. We were going into a rivalry game. We should talk. The TIFO looked incredible. Yeah. The energy around the stadium was super hype. When, when we came to the stadium... We walk out, we're in the Portland Towers parking garage, we come right out to the uh, away side, and the tim- and the Seattle like fan traveling away section is coming in, and they were loud. They were like, Sounders, till yeah. they were doing that chant. It was incredible. I walked, because I mean, as soon as like we parked, you can just hear it right there. Mm-hmm. And it just sounded incredible, and you knew the atmosphere I mean, was yeah, you intense. know, come in, all these games, you got from really global atmospheres in here. Like, yeah. You know, like, these games have so much energy, and... To come in, I, uh, it's just so frustrating. I come in here and lay an egg. Yeah, I stayed up. I was in North Carolina for this game. We were sitting in our seats. Yeah. Uh, I stayed up. I had a flight at two thirty in the morning. I stayed up. The game started at ten thirty because it started late. I stayed up and watched them lose six two to not sleep. And yeah. yeah. There's also that. Why did the game start at seven twenty five? I don't what was up with that? I, yeah. Well, because the lineups didn't come out for like half an hour. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Disgusting. Get, it's going to start late. Yeah, Yeah. As, as soon as the countdown clock comes on, it goes, the count, normal countdown clock was set for 7.05. And I was like, crap, because they usually set a 20-minute timer after that one's over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this thing is going to get started so late. And it, yeah. <laughs> MLS and American sports. Yeah. It's, I mean, in Europe, you know, one hour before game time, lineups are out. Boom. Teams have scheduled tweets for that, basically. Scheduled yeah. at this time, it's going to come out. And then you never know. And then, yeah. within the game starts literally right at that time. I kind of like what they did for the Gold Cup, which was like they were like, "Hey, pregame starts at this time. The game will actually start at like seven. Yeah. Pregame will start thirty minutes before." And I mean, clearly, but the games and the game started right at seven. They just had the pregame thirty minutes before. So what they should say is, "Pregame at seven. This match will start at seven thirty. Yeah. You know, something like that. And I mean, like clearly that. they knew that was gonna happen. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because they didn't even go up for warm ups till late, right? So yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely disappointing. But very, yeah. let's get sadly back onto these goals. Um, the fourth goal, yeah, Ladero whips in a free kick. Ivicic once again yeah, spills he it. Just puts it directly into Ruby Diaz, like yeah. straight in front of him. And Ruby Diaz, I mean, of course he's gonna put this one home. Anyone's yeah, gonna put I mean, this one home. Tough one to miss. Yeah. <laughs> 
this uh, point, like anywhere else, you were kind of lo- like we were kind of losing the energy in the arena. I mean, at four two, there was, and then five minutes later, you like just getting kicked in the nuts. Right <laughs> after, <laughs> like this one was tough. Seattle was... took your girl and then kicked you right in the nuts. Yeah. What are you yeah. What are you gonna do? I mean, this is a stunner. I mean. I'm just glad it wasn't Montero or Rui Diaz. Yeah, that would have been terrible. You know, been luckily harder. Montero was not in at this point, uh, but yeah. it was. Uh, that would have been a Rui. Yeah, Miranda, that, was, yeah. that was. Oh, that was a wonderful strike. I mean, there's this is one. This is the like one goal where we cannot complain about that anything. That is the goal of the year for me right now. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, I will. Play, the, I guess. After this game, Seattle has surprisingly only one person on the MLS Team of the Week starting eleven. Schmetzer's mm-hmm. the coach of the week, yeah. and then. I think, yeah, Rui Diaz is in the starting 11. Montero is on the bench. And no other Seattle players are in the team of the week. Yeah. Not the goalie who would be on the bench because Klinsman for LA had an incredible game. That is true, actually, yeah. That is but true. he should be on the bench at least. And then, I mean, Montero should be starting. I would. <laughs> I don't know many people with better games than Montero. Yeah. I... But, yeah, and then they have two goal of the week contenders with the, this Moreno one and then the Rui Diaz one. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this just sucked. Everything out of the arena. People were fleeing the stadium yeah, I mean, after this goal. Yeah, that does not happen in Providence Park either. You do not see people leaving before the final whistle. So, no, everybody was flooding to the exits yeah, yeah. after this one. Yeah. Jeez, that was and then the the sixth goal when you know everyone was just like, yeah, I mean this is empty. At the end when I was praying. I was praying. I was just like, let's just get, let's just get home. You know, I'm not leaving yeah. early, but please yeah. just let us go home. And then we're just totally stretched on this counter. And this is another one of those goals where it's like, you know, we were just so high up attacking that like a goal like this is going to happen. Bill is in the midfield. Mabiala is at right back. Um, <laughs> I mean, Zuparik's over at right center back. There's no Bravo's over at far like left. Or I guess this one three back. So, so Bravo's in left wing back waiting for was that was there for a switch. I mean, so no one's in the left or middle center back spot, and so you know Seattle guy just a, runs wide open <laughs> go and back like five just scores. There's like a literal circle around Rui Diaz here. I think it's Rui Diaz. This is Rui Diaz. Or, yeah. So there. there oh, is this is not li- Rui Diaz. There's number. Oh seven. no. Oh, that's rolled on. Yeah. Rolled on. Oh yeah, rolled on. So there's a literal circle of. Timbers defenders probably like fifty yards wide. Yeah. Just. And then Benesa no literally there. has no one around him. Yeah, I mean, look, look, one, two, three, four, five, literally in a circle around them. Yes. And <laughs> with, then six, if you want to make it even larger and stretch out to Benesa with the rolled on, and then also add Bravo in for this outside of the circle. Yeah, yeah. There's just six people and just a wide open gap. <laughs> we literally play that as a joke in FIFA. <laughs> the circle. Formation. Yes, we do play we the circle. Play a joke <laughs> circle formation in FIFA. And even that works. <laughs> it works. Well, at it least works we have a defense. It literally works better than this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and then, then I mean, he's wide just open. slots it past Ivacic. Yeah. And... The Sounders literally, they said it on the broadcast, they have not had a win this large professionally in Cascadia. Nope. It was the 70s when it was semi-pro. You want to the craziest thing? I heard a stat. Uh, Brian Schmetzer scored in that game. Yeah. and Look how old he is. Yeah, this man's old. Come on, come on. Now, let's look uh, at, you know, the two feasible highlights from this game that we yeah, actually want to look at are the two Timbers goals. I mean, Blanco, Blanco's goal. I mean, this is this is good offense. Yeah, this is, I mean. Mora plays a beautiful ball through to Blanco. Blanco gets a lucky deflection off of 
Sounders defender, but I mean it was a deserved goal. Yeah, that's a good. We goal. should have had a goal earlier, not that one. I was you very know, glad that Blanco scored that one. Another too. one. Yeah, that was very nice. And at this point, when down two one with a Blanco goal, everyone kind of felt hyped. Oh no, you feel because it at this point, because yeah. that you know the Timbers are going to score at least one more. Yeah, because at this point in the game, it's all Timbers after yeah. the Sounders' first goal or the their second. Goal. And Blanco scored. We're hype. Yeah. And, and then, then I mean, you know, yeah. and. Then it's just a lull. And then in the 52nd minute, ball comes out on a corner. I see Bravo up there. I know he's going to shoot this. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. nothing is stopping him from shooting this. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's a couple times he's just destroyed it into the north end. Yeah. But there's also that one time a couple games ago where he hit post. That was so, you have no so clue. What, he's either yeah. going to hit, like, a banger or he's going to hit it into row, like, uh, like AA or something. Yeah. You know? And puts on a beautiful ball that Cleveland has to dive and save. Again, Decent one save. of his good saves. Yeah. And then Bochive just kind of knifes it into the ground. Bounces it over Cleveland. Ground, yeah. I, don't th- I don't know if he meant to. I think he did. Because if he wanted to hit it in the air, I think he would have gone for just a straight volley. I think he didn't mean to do that. Yeah, maybe. And also, if he hits a straight volley, it probably just like clears over. Yeah. yeah. That might have been more why so, he did it. Because he, yeah. he, he doesn't trust himself with the volley. I mean, that's a lovely goal. Yeah, hey, I mean, for it's first Timbers goal, too. First Timbers goal. And you're like, if, if Bochive's the one who like, scores one, yeah. like surely someone else is going to score or does not score. No. And my, uh, my prediction is over already. That was short-lived. That was very short-lived. Very short-lived. Yeah. I thought he was going to get one, but no. No. Um, yeah. And then at this point, too, it's like, okay, it's 2-2. We're still dominating the game. Yeah. Right, why can't we go and win this final four goal this way? This and and then a couple minutes later, the Rudy has goal happens. Yeah. So basically and, then, after... and then, in the 60th minute, one of the most questionable parts of the game is Blanco comes out, which, expected. Yeah, because we can't be mad at that. 60th minute, yeah. you know, he got through 60 minutes, looked really good. Which, actually, I but... think he was only supposed to get half, and then he probably said, oh, I don't like No, I think it was probably 60. You think? Yeah. Because he played 45 in their Salt Lake game, oh, so true. give him 60 here, and then I'm thinking maybe 30 on Wednesday, and then yeah. 45 or 60 on Saturday, mm-hmm. depending on how he's feeling. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, who do you think would come in for Blanco? Blanco was playing the right wing oh. role. Do you think Valeri would come in for yeah, him, and then Jimmy Char would go out to the wing, and yeah, Valeri would yeah, slip in the middle? Are... Even Loria for a little straight swap, which, yeah. you know, um, it's Paredes. I, I kid I, you not, I was, I was like looking, I was like, oh, who is that? And I was like, that's not Valeri. And I was like, too short to be Niascota, not built enough to be Loria. And then you put on the jersey, and I was like, Huh? At, what? At three two, you're losing at home and you go defensive. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, at least so. Perez goes to the center attacking middle. Yeah. I could not believe it. Because I, I mean, was shocked. So then Valeri comes in later and yeah. he takes out Pochive, and then goes back to the four, three three. But why? Why not just do Valeri for Blanco and then have the Pochive Paredes swap a little later? Yeah, like... that's what you would think. I mean, to be fair though, if we want to keep some possession. We did look pretty good in that four three three in the last couple games. There was the one game that we started. We've looked really good in the four two three one in this game. Though. Oh well. Yeah. So I don't, I don't I get mean, it. <laughs> also, I think no matter what, taking off Blanco in this situation just hurt us. I mean, Blanco comes off the field and yeah. we kind of just lose our attack. Yeah, honestly. but a Blanco for Valeri is much better than, and I think Valeri does better in this game if he comes in at that point because by the time he comes in, we're already down four two and we're yeah. like losing our grip on the game. That was a so he can't game. really do much. Yeah. So the fact of the matter is, if he comes in for Blanco instead and is able to grab control of this game, then you know it's three two, and he's in. But the fact that it was four, and like three two, and we're still like somewhat on the front foot. But the fact of the matter was, when it came in at four two, the game was over. And I think, could do uh, nothing. Yeah, honestly, the Rui Diaz goal with the Blanco sub, all of it combined, it just went downhill from there. That was kind of where it was like, okay. And then the fourth goal, and then the fifth goal, and then... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's bad. Um, I mean, I guess I will say some positives. I thought Espria had a fantastic first half. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, he always he usually always does. And then yeah. for the first, for, like, the second half, 
he kind of just like ghosted, but mm-hmm. and had to be subbed out of the 60th minute, which yeah. he always does. But I yeah, I think honestly, if he keeps playing like that, it's gonna be tough for Moreno to come in. Yeah. And take his spot right now. Which also Moreno was in the <laughs> building. He, he just was. wasn't on the bench. Yeah. Uh, not a great one for him to see. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so um, dopey with the United States flag yeah. in his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, tough loss for him to watch, but I guess like that's the best atmosphere he's ever gonna see. Yeah. In this country, so mm-hmm. that's good for him to see, I guess. I, I did. You have more positives. He said positives. So. I have positives. I mean, I thought Pochive played okay. Yeah. I thought. Overall, the attack was better than it has been yes. at points in the season, so that's good. I mean, obviously negatives. Bravo, kind of a shocker at times. Yeah. Ibicic, shocker. Whole back line was pretty disorganized. Mm-hmm. So. No one on the back line had a good game. Yeah, no. Um, Bravo and Mabiala had bad ones. Van Rankin and Zuparic just had eh, games, that could whatever for games. me say okay, Bill comes back in. Yeah. Because Bill I think has been Bill solid every time that he plays. Yes. So I think it's Bill time. Bill is kind of like Bravo, though, in the case that they're both so, like, jumpy. Because, I mean, you look at Bravo's stats every week. Every week he has more tackles and interceptions combined than the whole back line and then, like, even, like, Fochive, you know, somebody who's in the CDM role. It's because Bravo jumps at people Mm -hmm. and he jumps to win the ball. And whenever he, like, passes the ball away, he immediately runs at them to win the ball back. And he'll take on anyone, and that's both offensively and defensively. So it's just in him. So that when he goes for every fake because he wants to get that. But, I mean, even in, like in high school basketball, there's people that jump for every like pump fake. And that's mm-hmm. I loved playing against those people because I'd give them that pump fake. Yeah. I'd, ne- I'd, I'd never shoot. I'm not dumb. <laughs> I'd give them that pump fake. I'd go right into them. I'd get a foul. I'd give them a pump fake. I'd go right around them. Yeah. Those are fun people to play against when you're the offense because you get them every time. And, I mean, Bravo does get a lot. Um, he gets got a lot. Yes, yeah. but I mean the past couple games he's had a good time because he's been good at like getting the ball and not many people have been giving him the fakes, mm-hmm. you know. And now that we finally see people, more people are going to start doing that. Yeah, and I guess uh, we'll see how that is going forward too for him. But um, the other positive I wanted to draw in this game as well was obviously going to go to gets minutes in this game. Uh, first time we're seeing him back in a while, and I mean he got a couple minutes. Well, he got like ten, fifteen. Yeah, I yeah. think, and that was five. Did he get five? It was five minutes. Wow, okay, yeah. Um, and I mean... Didn't do much. Down 6-2, what's he going to do? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I really didn't expect anything from him except to get running and yeah. get a little cardio. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And he got it. So, yeah. that's good. Uh, look, yeah. look, I know it can solve our problem of losing 6-2. Oh, yeah? We can sign a defender... In the central midfield, though. Oh. 18-year-old from Argentina. Great idea, because that is what we need, a fifth one. I think that yeah. is probably yeah, yeah, our yeah. second deepest position after winger, but we'll sign I, one anyway. That could be our deepest. We have five there. If he comes in, in wingers, we have Aspria, Luria, Moreno, Blanco, Jimmy Chara. Maybe, okay, yeah. And more, too. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, but still, he'd be, what, but the yeah. fifth? But, I mean, he, he he looks pretty good because a lot of their fans are not happy about him heading out. Okay. So, you know, it could be a good signing. But, I mean, the depth is terrible everywhere else. I mean... Striker, you have two, which now we have one. Because if someone gets hurt, you basically just have basically, one striker. Yeah. Then, or, I mean, goalie's also one of our deeper positions. And none of them are insanely good. Right now, yeah. Clark... <laughs> Old, getting older, showing he's injury-prone this season. Yeah. Had a shocker before 
in the shocker game he gets injured before that had a couple mm -hmm. good games Ivacic had one good game one bad game yeah, he's also injury off, actually, prone yeah. Atanella, very injury prone. Mm -hmm. He should be gone after the I mean, season. He, yeah, I think he's about gone. Hunter needs to either play on the TU23 team, which I don't know why he didn't, yeah. or be with the Timbers 2 team, which is when, not around. Thank you back, to <laughs> yeah. whatever made that happen to yeah. where they were not here. Yeah. And then, I mean, the, the defense, our most important like sections where we have the littlest depth. And we have three starting level center backs. You have McGraw. Yeah. And then you have McGraw, who should also be on T2. Yeah, there's a decent amount of guys that should be on T2, yeah. Or would be getting minutes on T2 right now if yes. it weren't for the fact that they're in the T2. Yeah, um, and then, I mean, for full backs, you had Jome, who got hurt early on. So you yeah. basically just have Van Rankin, Bravo, and then Bonilla. So when Bravo was gone, you saw us playing out of position and having no depth. Well, yeah, literally. And yeah. then... Yeah, as you said, the center back. So if they ever wanted to play three at the back, and like you know, then McGraw's your only sub in case someone gets hurt, and then yeah. you have to play with McGraw, and who, you know, had the one good say, like one good block in the Salt Lake game, but also, you know, I I don't know how well he'd do against someone like Seattle. You know, he's never played anybody I like that. I would before. say probably not great, <laughs> not yeah. as good as we've seen in his potential, especially I, in one of his yeah. few first starts. Yeah, because I think he has potential from what we've seen. He yeah. can distribute the ball. I think it's just the lack of experience. He's big. He's strong. Yeah, he can win headers. It's just he doesn't have that in-game high-level experience. Yeah, And exactly. that's what he needs. And I think that is something that will eventually come. But yeah. right now, it's just not there. Yeah. But, you know, we'll sign a, we'll sign a CDN. Yeah, great Yeah, great idea. Yeah, uh, It's basically man. a Diego Chara replacement. You have to figure Eric Williamson, on the way he's trending, will get a Europe move eventually, in a year or two. Zambrano's not the main CDM. Paredes mm -hmm. is not the main CDM. Fochive is not the main CDM. Yeah. Also, Fochive, I think, is 29. He's getting up there. 28. Yeah. So kind of leaving, starting to leave his prime mm -hmm. or get to the end of his prime. Yeah. And then Paredes and Zambrano are younger but aren't incredible. Yeah. I, it's the kind of thing where, like, if you don't have Chara or Williamson, you're not comfortable with the pairing that you have. I would be so scared to see a pairing of, like, Zambrano and Paredes, I think I'd cry. Didn't, yeah, that, yeah. didn't that pairing yeah. happen? I'm, I think it did, actually. At some point, I mean, it has to have at some point, because Williamson was out, and I believe Chara was either suspended or Oh, it was, Chara just straight up like, oh yeah, it was the Salt Lake game. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Williamson was out for that too. It was Fochive and Paredes. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not terrible, Yikes. but it's not a starting... Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, that... No, they would not start exactly, on. Yeah. They would not start on most playoff MLS teams no. on mini. Well, like maybe one, maybe I, two. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I yeah. was gonna say all MLS teams, but you have Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. <laughs> maybe throw them into a. Uh, actually, no, not in uh, Miami. Come kind of Tweedy, Miami. So. Paredes is clear though. So. Come Tweedy, yeah. He's yeah, clear. He's of clear course. World Cup winner, yeah. So. Well, yeah, of course. Look, I, I think one of the saddest things about this game, besides losing six two, was. Blake Bodley's finally not on the bench. The it's a sad day. The, the bod, bod train. It's the bod train happened. is over this season. We go again next year. I I don't think so, honestly. I think with T two coming back, I think he's on the T two. Well, that's what I'm saying. The bod train starts in T two. Oh, we're going to every there. single oh, T two okay, game. Okay. Don't every you get Don't you get tickets to T two games? I do. We yeah. can. We can go. We to can in fact game. go to every we single T two game. Yes. Should we create a little section for the bod train? Oh, we might have to wear little conductor hats. Get little, little, uh, get little train, train. whistles. Just yeah. Doot, doot. Every, every time, time he scores, yep, just yep. blow it as hard as we can. 
we'll oh, paint our chest saying. with those numbers. Yeah, we'll go sit next to the army. Like the little, yeah. like the little, like we'll have a little section next to the army. Uh-huh. That's just called insane. the bog yeah. train. <laughs> and everyone thinks we're really insane. weird, but we're actually so cool. We're the coolest. Yeah, no, there. probably the cool. Yeah, like. And then like you know, the one time I went to a Timbers two game, Espria scored like a bike. So the, you know, one of the best goals ever. I expect nothing less from the T two game and Blake Bodily. I mean, and also, on. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, that's just, that'll be a fun experience to do that at least one time. Because remember <laughs> yeah, that, that also, that one TT game we went to, we just cheered on the fourth official. That was time. pretty fun. That was pretty fun, yeah. We were sitting just like, sat right behind We're him. like right at half. Yeah. Just <laughs> cheering him on. Yeah. Every time we hold up, the, he held yeah. up that board so yeah. long. Were they, they're playing like Las Vegas or something? Think, yeah. Yeah, actually, it was Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Esprit hit the bike. I think they won. It was on my birthday. Or I don't the remember. Day after my birthday or something. I don't, did they win? I don't remember. Yeah, they won. Okay. Yeah, they definitely won because I. Yeah, pretty sure, like ninety nine percent. Yeah, surely they did. Yeah, um, yeah. No, we can uh, bring some recorders to the game. Maybe get some timber shams going on the recorders. I don't. Like, I probably. I think we'd be the most hated people in the stadium if we brought recorders. Oh yeah, definitely. They make like the worst. Yeah. So I mean, here in Oregon, you had to play them in elementary school, but in Connecticut, did you have to? Oh yeah. Did you have? Okay. Did you have like in class? Did you have like? Ah. Did you have karate, like recorder karate? Karate, no. We've we've had these booklets, you know, and it was like hot cross buns was a white belt, and then like fur elise was like a black belt. Insane. And then you'd also have like sparkly belts for the next level for people that were that good. I wish we had that. Yeah, I, that was so much. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. We like were, we it were... sounded terrible. Like all the kids were packed in this room. 30 yeah. kids were packed in a room in like for like, room? yeah, in the music room for like an hour, just blowing away on a recorder. That sounds like I feel bad terrible. for the teachers. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Teachers got to sit there. We just have like, we have like concerts, I guess. Or like recitals. You yeah. Call it. For like the parents. <laughs> but like. Those parents, that's even worse than like going to like a little kid musical. Yeah. You know. A little yeah, kid musical, like, you know, you get to see like. Your kid in a costume like or something. Dancing, you get to see your kid like dancing. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, you get to hear. No, nah, no. I was gonna say good singing. It's never no. really good singing. <laughs> yeah. You get to hear like one, kid, school, like yeah. one solo kid who was a who's good I, yeah, at singing or something. Cool. But a recorder recital, there's nothing good there. <laughs> no. no one's gonna no. sound good on a recorder. No. I have my recorder. Should oh, I, yeah? should I, I get it? I might be able to play. Might ha- I to. might be able to play hot cross buns. You on. might have to go get it. I might be able to play hot cross buns. I think you should. You entertain the people while I'm gone. Okay. I will go get Okay, go, yeah, go get your recording. I, I will go. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see, while he's gone. Um, oh, yeah, so uh, some news on Fernando Adi. I know we've been updating you. We've seen him at the gym a couple times. Um, so we saw last night, actually, same the um, so same night as the Timbers game, because uh, he's been in Portland. He actually played in, like, a preseason. I don't know if it was preseason exactly, but, like, a tournament game with uh, PDXFC. Um kind of out of nowhere so i guess maybe he could play for t2 at some point maybe <laughs> if it comes back i i mean he's got to be throwing kids around up there but at like an amateur level basically um but yeah that's the update we got on him if we get to talk to him we'll uh, we'll update you blake bodily and fernando Audi might be the like the neymar and messi of t2 that would be out i would cry I would actually cry if I saw that. Body up top, Blake bodily up top. It would be insane. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to expand our supporter section to so we can have both of them now. Yeah. The bodily and the Audi train. Well, it's the it's the bod train, but then we can like Audi can be like the caboose. 
I guess. Or he can be the conductor. I mean, he's bigger, so. That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's the conductor, I guess. Well, the bot is like, you know, it's just the train itself. Adi's yeah, Adi's the yeah. main one because he like he's big. And yeah. Just goes Actually, yeah, people. the bot's like like the meat of the train, you know, like the the yeah. main part of it. Yeah, yeah. Adi's yeah. Our support section will be insane at T two games. <laughs> I I think bodily and Adi might just body. That's gonna be their. That's their. Yo. That's their nickname. Body. <laughs> Insane. They're gonna tear up T two. They would absolutely destroy in USL. Oh yeah, I think like well they're not gonna be in USL right. It's like the developmental league or whatever. Oh, because they're gonna be in a new league. Yeah, I forgot. With like other. Other like two teams. Second teams. Yeah. Oh, you. I kind of want to play like actual teams, not just yeah, like two teams. Even though that's like the reason they stopped it, anyways, is because like. Yeah, but like cares, some teams but... like. Like, Minis- like, Minnesota's one team, like, their youth program is terrible. Yeah. Like, they never have anybody come out. But then also you could play, like, Philly, you know, who has a really good one. Yeah. You know, yeah. or New England, who has a solid one. Actually, yeah, out of Philly, too, just side note. I saw they have, like, Real Madrid and some other huge team in Europe looking at, like, a 10-year-old in their academy, which is insane. Like... I still, I still think that that's crazy that ten year olds be recruited for soccer. Like, you know, how can they even know? Yeah. Like, this kid's ten and he's gonna go play pro eventually. Like, I mean, that's what like Messi, Messi was like. Basically, I mean, he was what, in like, his teens. He was like, okay. Or like, I guess when they when they brought him over, I guess he would have been younger. But I think he was at least in his teens when they brought him to Barcelona. Oh, let me see. When you joined Barcelona youth, Messi was thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so pretty similar. He scored 21 goals in 14 games for the U14 team in his first year, Jeez, and then he quit. And then the next year, when he was 14, he immediately was in the, <laughs> immediately was that, going up. That's actually insane. Yeah, he probably went to like the B. And then when he was 16, he got he was in a friendly. Yeah, that is insane. I mean, that's also a little different. Messi's like the best natural, like talented player in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think you can compare him to a 10 year old out of the, uh, the Philadelphia Academy. This could be the next Messi. I mean, I guess this could could he could be Messi. I'm going to say that I doubt it, but I guess he could be. This kid will go lefty like Lionel Messi. Bars. Bars. <laughs> bars. Chance the Rapper yeah, bars. Yeah, you know, you know. I finally found my recorder, so here is uh, Hot Cross Buns, and I do apologize. Yeah, that was, that was an interesting little segment. I, you know... We will try to learn a timber song because I because most of the timbers chants are based on actual songs. So yeah. you know we'll try to figure I, something out and maybe that'll go at the start of a future I episode. Think, I think but as of go. as of right now, I it's <laughs> that's that's hey, the best you're gonna hey, get. Hey, maybe we throw in a little uh, recorder sax duet. I mean, what about <laughs> my saxophone? saxophone? I mean, yeah, I got my center. We can play recorder. I mean, <laughs> that would be insane. We can be the uh, stupidest band in history. Yeah. <laughs> the Timbers recorder and sax band. Why did you have to list our instruments? Why couldn't we just be no, called no, the Timbers no. from the Spot band, bro? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Let's right. let's get to the let's get to the we've been talking about we've been talking about let's get to this next game. Oh yeah. We got Casey up next, dude. Why did the MLS gods hate us with Scott? Yeah. This is gonna be. I mean, Casey is hot. We we have beat Casey though. That's the most surprising thing. However. KC have lost one game since that since we beat them. That was June like nineteenth. Wow. They've lost one game in two months. Yeah, they are. Uh... So after after losing to us, two one in a game that, you know, 
we won. I don't. <laughs> we, we, I honestly we don't remember win. much about that game. Um, we I, we got dominated in possession. Yeah, we had the same true. amount of shots on target. They had way more oh, shots than us. You know what? That was the game where I think uh, Geo brought in like at the end. Was that no? I don't know. We that was the game though where like at the end of the game it felt like they could have gone and scored and probably drew, but we, oh, yeah. we held out. I think. Yeah. Because it was at home too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, going into KC is not... Yeah, crazy. after that, beat Colorado, beat LAFC, beat Galaxy, drew San Jose, beat Seattle, lost to Dallas, crushed LAFC, drew Colorado, lost in the League Cup to Lyon, but again, they were playing nobodies, and then they beat Dallas, and yeah. now they have us. I mean, Cheers. So, listen, this is their first game without Busio, so that's a plus, I guess. Oh, Busio, Busio's not on, like, a loan for the rest of the year? He's just straight No, he, he's in Venice now. So, unless he just went for a physical and is back. But I saw that he's, like, in Venice. Okay, and very he's good. he's with the team getting a physical and stuff. Very good. So, that's good. Um, that, well, I don't know why I just looked at lineups for this game instead of Donnie Monday. Um, yeah. They're but, on They're on three-day rest. We're on two-day rest. So, you know, no saying, big difference. But they're at home. So, yes. Uh, and I would think yeah. that they, like us, will focus more on this game than their next game against Minnesota, who, you know, that's a little bit of a harder game than Austin is in terms of team strength. Mm -hmm. But yeah. still, you want, or I guess maybe they'll focus more for Minnesota because Minnesota is more of a threat. Yikes, we're hey, middle of the table. Yeah, I, hey, we're still in the playoffs. Yeah. Which I think... And a game in hand on both the two yeah. teams, three teams Four teams behind us. So I think it's kind of like, it seems like it's going bad, but then you look and it's like, we're not really doing that bad. Yeah, this is the one that I wanted to put in. We can make an MLS Cup run simply because the fact that we can score. I mean, look, that's how 2015 went. Yeah. We were but not in 2015, top of the West. defense was good. Well, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> this year, like, you grab, like, we, like, right now, we play Seattle again in the first round. We play like that again, we convert our chances. We win that game. That's, and yeah, then next exactly. thing you know, we're off against like either Colorado or Minnesota. And I, for some I rate reason, our chances against them. Yeah. Also, Colorado is looking really good this year. Yeah, they are actually a lot better they, than right, If they win their two games in hand, they're tied for first. Wow. That has never happened in the history of Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it has, but, you know. Colorado, Colorado has Colorado. never experienced joy this, this well, yeah. this high. Not that they're going to fill up the stadium or anything, but nope. <laughs> good for them at least. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, so this game is going to be tough with rotation as well. Yeah. Because I think Valeri sits out this last game against Seattle, probably to start this one. Valeri starts this one. I would think. Yeah. Blanco is on the bench, of course. Mm -hmm. I think. Maybe Moreno. Cause I mean, if he's ready, he's fit. It's not like he's hurt or anything. Yeah. He was in season with Columbia. So it wasn't so like he was doing preseason. Uh, like get him some minutes. Might as well just start him. Right. Yeah. Um, have him go 60 and then Blanco pick up the other 30. Yeah. And then uh, I think you you obviously still see Mora. Maybe Luria. You see Luria and then a s Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy's like his brother. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. He'll start every game. Yeah, Jimmy and Diego. Jimmy, Hopefully. So you go, well, the back line is going to be the same. Or except we think, no, I think Bill so. from Abiala. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Clark starts. So you go Clark um, from left to right. Bravo. Bill, uh, you could almost Zuparic. get Bonilla in this game. No, Van Rankin. No. <laughs> okay. No, thank you. Because um, it, it's like Van Rankin was not the problem. It was Bravo. And yeah. I don't think Bravo's being subbed out just I because guess. they'd be out of position. I mean, well, at least for rotation, though. No. 
just because Bravo's started every single game this year that he's been available for. That's true. Okay. Um, and then you have probably uh no, I don't think Fochive starts. I think Zambrano or Paredes starts. Maybe Paredes. Or Williamson if he's healthy. That's or if what he's I was out of say. COVID protocol. I hope that it's Williamson. It's been two weeks, hasn't it? Or yeah, no, it's been like a week and a half. But if he hasn't tested positive and he's vaccinated, then he should have been I think fine. He should be okay. But yeah. also, is it COVID for sure? I or I don't know if if it had been, then surely a couple other players would have had to have been out. Yeah. So I they they haven't said right. They just well, it was also safety. quite possible that he tested positive like on Sunday, and then no other player tested positive and were vaccinated, so they were fine. That's true. And then they could all, everyone could still play, and Williamson still has COVID because it's not a Gold Cup thing either, because no other players are out from no, the Gold Cup. No, it's and not COVID like from his protocols. like head injury. I don't think unless he was. That is also some some things people were saying was that it was a concussion, but yeah. it's listed as health and safety protocols, which so. would be though, because if he wasn't supposed to play in that first game back, like maybe he said, "Oh yeah, I'm good," and then he played, and it come to find out that he did have a concussion. Yeah. Then that they gotta take time. And That's a fair point. I, I've also heard that, and I mean, it could also possibly be that. Yeah, I mean, there's no way to know. Yeah, we'll see what he's listed on as the injury report for Wednesday and Saturday. Saturday, the most telling, because Saturday yeah. will definitely be two weeks. Yeah. So at that point, it's not COVID if he's still out. Yeah. I would think. But yeah, I think the and then Diego Chara starts, and then yeah, and then you have uh, Jimmy out left, Valeri in the middle. Luria right, and then more up top. Yeah. And that's it. still a really good team. Yeah. Or maybe Moreno. If... Or maybe Moreno. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Moreno. Who did I put with Jim? Oh, yeah. I, it's, you know Gio's going to want to go win this game, too. Yeah. I don't think he's going to settle for anything less now. I think you do, though. I think you focus on Austin. I know. I know. It's tough. But Austin did not go well for us last time. So... They're more different attack now because yeah. Blanco is going to be starting against Austin. That's true. And I mean, we can we can destroy Austin with our attack now. Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like I, our team against right. our team against them last time was still like strong. We lost four one to them. Oh my gosh. Um, mm, yeah, but I mean, we had Valeri and Obovis. He would have spree and Luria, but we didn't have Jimmy Chara. Was he mm. on the bench for this game? No, he just wasn't in. What? Oh, he was Copa America. Yeah. We did not have Mora. Same, same thing. We did not have Blanco. Mm-hmm. You know. A lot of guys, yeah. This was our one of our weaker lineups. Mm-hmm. Um, well, kind of. <laughs> we had seven people on the bench with two subs being goalies. So yeah, we had so five many, people yeah. on the bench. Depth-wise, and none of Oh, yeah, this is the game where none of them were attackers. We had Bochive, Mabiola, Zambrano, Magron, yeah, Bottoli we on the bench. Like two guys you wouldn't want to play, and then two CDMs and a center back. Yeah, that's why when we were losing, we literally had nobody to come in. Yes. But this game, we will. But, yeah, I... I think we just don't try to get killed against Casey. Mm-hmm. I think that's our biggest thing. If, yeah, oh, that would be bad. If we that get thrashed bad. again, that's that's terrible. That's too many on the season for me. Yeah, it already is too many. It is, yeah. The tough thing about Seattle, too, was we really needed that more than them. Yeah. So, but, same, same going into KC. We need this more than them. Uh-huh. And Austin. And... Man, maybe not Austin. Austin's pretty even, but it's just these games are almost feel like must wins at this point, and it's not even like that was not even close to being a win. No. So, yeah, some wins need to be coming up for sure. I mean, even after Seattle, it's still an away stretch. You go to Houston. Yeah, five straight away games. Houston's been like oddly good at home as well. Yes. This season. Um, And then you have Vancouver. Which I mean, 
Cascadia, Vancouver's not good, but it's still Cascadia, so you never yeah. know. Um, and then you have Colorado, LAFC, Salt Lake, LAFC. Yeah. That's a tough stretch. <laughs> Maybe Miami. That's what will be. Uh, Miami can stay bad. Yeah. That would be great. And then Galaxy. And then we yeah. have Vancouver, Colorado, San Jose, Salt Lake, Austin. They don't have the easiest schedule left. Yeah, no, it's not not too easy. Um, we have a couple games against Vancouver, a couple games against Austin, a game against Inter-Miami, and then a game against San Jose, mm-hmm. and that's like not even half of our remaining games. The rest yeah. are all really important playoff games. Yeah. And also, this Seattle game could have killed our Cascadia Cup chances. Yes. Taking a 6-2 loss for goal differential is not good. Well, I mean, the Cascadia Cup is this whole year, right? It's no, been, that was the first game. That was okay. This is just the first game. So, because I was about to say, we have not won a Cascade. We've not gotten a point from a Cascadia game so far yeah, this year. Yeah, no, that was the first game that they're counting for this year's. So, um, because I, mean, I think yeah. just because Vancouver wasn't at home. We've got one, two, what three Cascadia game cup games left. Yeah. Seattle's not losing to Vancouver. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. And so it's just whether or not we go to, we have to Lumen Field. We have to win out and get destroyed. Now, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but we can. That's the thing. But I would like to look out. Yeah, we can out attack like any team basically. Yeah. You know, or match attack with Seattle or mm-hmm. New York City FC or New England. I mean, the last Cascadia Cup was tragic, losing it at home to Seattle. Yeah. So <laughs> that was terrible. I hate Seattle. Oh uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> we need I... to go win against Seattle. We will be there. We will be in the army for that one. We will be screaming as loud as possible. So, and hopefully. I uh, hope we don't lose our voices for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give a little respect to the army. I don't, because I, I don't I don't know if I could do it. Even in like the 90th minute, they were still Yeah, cheering. they were still, yeah, I don't know if yeah. I could do that at that uh, point. It's just for pride at that point. Yeah. I mean, after like, you know, 4-2, you know, yeah, I could still do it. Yeah. But after it became 5-2 with that banger of a goal, I don't know how much I could cheer after that. that I mean, it got quieter for sure oh yeah no it was quieted down like at that point you could start hearing the seattle section yeah. oh there's one more positive broad new walls retirement that's what it was yes yes so congrats to our new walls it's cool they came back thank you for winning us the mls cup yeah but uh thank you very much and maybe they should just have him do interviews all the time because yes it's same as like when mls is back tournament was happening he was doing an interview and then that's actually a crazy stop from mls back <laughs> yeah. tournament that like like, it happened more, so many like, times. often than, like, a coincidence, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, if he wants to keep doing some interviews, maybe, maybe we'll get some goals. Please do, like, five interviews a game. Just, like, you know, because they normally ask him a certain amount of questions in, like, a three-minute span. Yeah. Just, like, every, like, ten minutes, give him, like, one question. Yeah, and then we'll have, like, ten goals in a game. And then we'll win every game. Yeah, exactly. We'll take it. Well, yeah, every ten minutes, we'll have nine goals. Oh, so yeah. That's... We'll take that. You gotta, I mean, you got to come up with head. nine questions every single game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your favorite food? He's like, chicken. Oh, they scored. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite yeah, no, he, he has color? To, he has to just keep talking until they score, though. Oh, so yeah. So if they true. don't score right out, like if he says chicken and they don't score, he has to keep going. So Why chicken? And he's like, I um, yeah. I, uh, love love animals but in a way to eat them <laughs> and and then he's just he's just <laughs> yeah. rambling he just keeps talking himself in yeah. circles Already until eventually hole, yeah uh, yeah i score predictions for kc i don't 
honestly First off, we predicted 2 1 win against yeah, Seattle. Yeah. We could not have been more hey, wrong. Hey, two goals. We scored two goals. We got the two goals, right? Yeah. Yay. Uh, and I guess we can say that they scored one really good goal. So two two of ours to their one really good one. I like so. that. We got it right. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, actually, if you divide it by two, they still won three to one. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, Casey is tough to predict. Uh, I don't think we're going to dominate that game. But I also don't think they're going to run us over, hopefully. Yeah, I honestly don't know, like, what this game could be. I don't. I, I'm thinking 3-2 loss. Yeah, I was going to say a draw. Nope. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have faith in this team to get a draw against. There hasn't been like that many draws, actually. Yeah, no, the Timbers are one of the fewest drawing teams in the league. Two which draws, which is tied with Galaxy for the least mm-hmm. in the, the West. Nobody else has less than four. And then in the East, no one else has less than three. So. Yeah. Okay, so tied for the least, I guess. Timbers do not draw. Which I guess that's not bad. We either lose badly or barely win. Yeah, so actually, yeah, that is basically every game. Our One of our draws was against San Jose. Actually, yeah, it really is losing bad or barely winning. And then our other draw was... What was our other draw? It was... That was Houston. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. That was a good draw. That was a good so. draw. That was one of those good draws. Yeah. No way draw. You know, yeah. We, uh... Have we... What's the... We won by two goals. Have we won by three goals this season? Oh, yeah, against Galaxy. That doesn't count. I don't count that. They're on a, Yeah, we haven't won oh, by more than two goals being not up a man. Yeah, and we've right? lost yeah. five times by more than three. Yes. <laughs> but how many uh, times have we lost by four? Uh, once. Once. Once, yeah. Not seven. Yes. Or not What? Not, oh, okay. not seven goals, not five. You know what I'm saying. Haven't lost by Nobody five. Nobody knows what you're saying. <laughs> Haven't lost by five with seven goals scored. That has not happened. So it hasn't been 7-2? Yes. That's what you're saying? And we have not had seven goals scored on them. So oh, okay, I see. I guess that's a positive. I don't know if that's... It's not. I don't think I don't think any team should be aiming for that. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, that's our that's our team. That's the team slogan now. Hey, we haven't had seven scored on us. <laughs> yeah, that's entering a... That's entering some Cincinnati level of bad. So, we do not want that. Oh, no. That is all. We are not turning into Cincinnati. No, no. Which, I don't think we could ever be Cincinnati. I think at that point, like, you know, if the front office hasn't already been completely cycled through, it needs to. Yeah. At that point. If we're ever Cincinnati, where, you know, we just have nobody good. (laughs) Yeah. Just nobody good. they They have Kubo. Very That's good. They got, they got Kubo. Yes, dude. <laughs> Love me some Kubo. Yeah. Uh, didn't he do something we were talking about him last week? What did he do? I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. He could, did something. You could get me. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> that was, you know, this was this was a time. Yeah, this is a pretty long episode, actually, I think. This was. Um, we'll be back with more recorder, maybe, so... Yeah, <laughs> we're uh, the Bob train. Yeah, uh, we eventually. Or I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna say about the Fernando Audi thing. But as I was I'm getting a recorder, is that I hope he kind of stays on the PDX team next year because mm-hmm. when we're down in Eugene, they play Lane United yeah. FC, which is the team down there. So we might actually get to see Fernando Audi. That play. would be cool. Not only that, they also play the Timbers U23 team, yeah. so we get to see that as well. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. But I think 
maybe he'll move to P2 eventually if he's in Portland, but... Or not. That'd be kind of sick as well. Yeah. Because then not only could we rep the BOD train, we could also support Audi. Yeah. And then be like, hey man, you remember us? We go to your gym. He probably would. And I then he, he would. And then he'd be like, huh? I feel like we see him enough. You wouldn't recognize two white guys. Okay, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> at a gym where he's probably not even paying attention. If maybe I saw him with a trainer a couple of days yeah. ago. If I maybe... think he was actually like getting in a whole workout instead of just like stretching in really? the corner. Wow, crazy. Uh, yeah, if we ever get the chance, we're going to talk to him. Yeah, surely next time we go, which we will be what, next week? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. Maybe we'll see him. We'll say hi. We'll tell him. We'll tell him best. We'll ask if we can join. That's a good idea. PDX team, That's of course. Yeah. Um, we'll ask if he wants to like, like join, like you know, start a team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll just start beginning on the pod. Okay. And then, then while we're on the pod, we'll ask him. You know, we'll get it. Get the ball rolling. We'll corner him, and then we'll be like, "Let us join your team." Yeah, maybe we'll walk him. Let us join the team. Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's like. Have you heard that? Have you heard that story of a? Uh, the Clippers, DeAndre Jordan thought about moving to the Mavericks in an offseason, so Blake Griffin and Chris Paul actually like came over to DeAndre Jordan's house and wouldn't let him leave <laughs> until he re-signed with the Clippers. Really? Yeah. Well, and then is... uh and then every I think Blake Griffin left the next year. That is going to be us with Fernando Adi, so he will create a very No, that's hole. different. No, that's different. <laughs> that's different. At that point, that is kidnapping. Yeah, because it's yeah. two random people with, you know, with like a with like a super with like a star not like a, not like a star kind of but like you know yeah. a professional player instead of just like a professional player and he's his a two star teammates. Portland, I guess. Yeah, he is a star yeah, Portland. Oh yeah, I guess we could say that. Yeah, he would throw us across the room, I think, and just open the door. But <laughs> he'd just kick open the door with yeah. his massive legs. <laughs> I don't think we're holding him in here for long. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. Well, uh, I so what yeah. you got a loss in KC? I got a draw. <laughs> It, I don't think it'll be a fun game. I think that's all. I think that's what we should end on. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a fun game. I will be over the moon if we get a win. I will be very happy if we draw. I will be nothing if we lose. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that's that's a fair yeah. point. That's a fair uh, point. Yeah. So Not much to expect out of this game. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow our Twitter and Instagram. We will have commentary during games and posts when we release new episodes. Also, if you have any soccer-related questions or comments about the episode, feel free to send them to either of our social medias. Our Twitter is at TimberspotPod, and our Instagram is TimbersFromTheSpot. Thank you guys for listening, and go Timbers!